Welcome to Newbridge Christian Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David of Genevieve teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In Christ, we are God's new breed. We thank you for the words we've just heard. And let these words stir up a desire in our hearts to live for eternity. In the name of Jesus. That the things that truly matter to you will matter to us. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Even if you didn't hear what he said, or you couldn't hear everything he said, he said something. Live for eternity. Are you with me? Think about your life. When we were we in two, the year 2000, this is 2021. In the blink of an eye, 21 years have come and gone. Well, not gone. 20 years have come. We see have <laughs> 2021. Well, maybe he's already gone because it's already a done deal. Are you following me? You won already. What am I trying to see? Live for eternity. Now, the man of God in question in that video, we don't agree on everything, but on this we agree. Are you with me? You know, sometimes you look at the lives that people live and you wonder, what are they really living for? Have a compelling vision about God that drives you. It's worth it. Praise God. You know, somebody was talking to me some time ago. He said that you know some people who talk about me. They say, that's your that pastor. He likes to do everything It's not about that. It's about Wanting to be the best we can be so that we can reach the nations. Are you following me? I was talking to one of our leaders today. I was telling him about dressing well. Don't dress like, if you, don't dress like, um, I, I just want to do things in Port Harcourt alone. Think about the world. Are you following me? Expand your reach for the sake of the gospel. Praise God. I said, I've been dressing like this since. Even when you, when you see what I'm wearing, you know that child is from Aba, you went to, is from, is from, Aba is good, say, my one. Just, but you know what I'm trying to do. Do you understand that? God. Amen. Hallelujah. In your little way, they should see this. Vision with what you do. That's what to carry you forward. Praise God. I'm saying so many things today. But I believe you are getting all of them in Jesus name. So quickly. I want to talk about what I call press. The real secrets to a great year. I watched that video I played for you. You know, there are times you have to sit down in your life and say, Can I continue? Is this the way I want to continue living my life? There has to be more to me. Right? Right? I need to step up higher. Praise God. Every time you come, you must be inspired to become more. To become all that God has made you to be. To truly live for Christ. Philippians 3 Amen What's happening to this receiver? Move that mic Maybe that mic is blocking the flow (laughs) Of transmission Philippians 3 Brethren I count not myself to have apprehended This one thing I do Forgetting those things which are behind 
and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I'll go over it again. Philippians 3 verse 13 to 14. Brethren, I count on myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark of, for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, your word is blessed. Your people are blessed in Jesus' name. To press simply means to apply effort. Are you with me? What did I say? To press simply means to apply effort. Forget what 2020 was. That's See verse 13. Brethren, I count on myself to have apprehended. I don't see myself as somebody we don't blue. But this is one thing I do. <laughs> Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth onto those things which are before. Forget what 2020 was, whether good or bad, and begin to press. Praise the Lord. And like Paul, press towards the standard of God's high calling. Amen. There's a mark for each and every one of us. There's a mark. You have to press towards it. Praise the Lord. So this teaching basically is, what are the things we need to apply effort in? Or what are the things we need to apply effort to in 2021 if this year will be different for us? Because you see, the year 2021 will not in and of itself bring anything good or bad. It is people in that year or in that calendar period that do something that make it a good year or a bad day. Do you understand that? See, 2020 did not do anything to anybody. It was people that did things in 2020 that affected other people. Are you with me? It was people that did things. So we are trying to look at what are those things I should press upon if 2021 will be a different year for me, notwithstanding what happens to around me. Praise the Lord. You know, prophetic words have gone forward. What's the, what's the prophetic word for us in 2021 in New Breed? What's our prophetic word? Supernatural harvest and accuracy. Supernatural me, it is my year of supernatural harvest and accuracy. It is my year of supernatural harvest and accuracy. Amen. But you see, Prophetic words will receive stand on pillars. Prophecy is a revelation of the future based on some factors. Are you with me? So God can say, this will happen, all things being equal. As long as you are in this same frequency, as long as you do this and do this, this is what's going to happen. Praise the Lord. We see in the Bible, there are many prophecies about people who did not truly achieve them. Or they were not faithful. Not because God wasn't faithful. It was because people were not faithful. Because for prophecy to come to pass, many times, there is a part of God and there is a part of man. Are you with me? Or sometimes, you will see in the Bible, some prophecies were delayed more than necessary. Because people were not responding. You know, last week, Sunday, we talked about one. Israel in the land of Egypt. The prophet said they will be in Egypt for 400 years, but they spent 430 years. Why? Because when God began to move his servants, Moses, the people were not responding. They were fighting him. You see that? Another instance is Saul as king of Israel. You know, people say uh, Saul was a bad man. That was why God rejected him. No. They always make it look like God um, already planned for David. Before he chose Saul. Do you know that as at when Saul was anointed king, David was not born? Most people don't know. If you study the Bible carefully, as at when Saul was anointed king, David had not been born. Saul was chosen by God. First Samuel chapter 10 verse 1. Check it. Say something. Well, how did Saul become king? It was a divine experience. So Saul had, Saul's father, Kish, had some asses. And one day, they woke up in their house and discovered that their asses were missing. Ah. Saul said, 
Daddy, let's go and look for you for your asses. So they moved out to go and look for the to look to get the asses, and they checked the whole of Israel and they could not find it. They checked everywhere, could not find it. So somebody told them, we heard there's a prophet in Susan So City. His name is Samuel. If you go and meet him, somehow he can give us a clue to where this, those things are. Are you with me? Now, he was going to meet Samuel and God has spoken to Samuel. A man is coming to meet you. His name is Saul. When he, he meets you, anointing king of Israel. And he's looking for his asses, for his father's asses. Tell them where it is. Are you with me? That was a supernatural encounter. Praise the Lord. Now, look, look at this. First, now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear, a day before Saul came. I love the Bible. In his ear. In his ear, before Saul came. Saying, tomorrow about this time, I will send a man out of the land of Benjamin. And that shall anoint him to be counsel over my people, Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people because their cry is come unto me. Look at this. God loved the guy. Praise the Lord. Most times we make it look as though, oh, God did not like Saul. In fact, now, now you, can't, you can't even call somebody, call somebody and name him Saul. Ah. See, I want, your name is Saul. That's why. <laughs> For I've looked upon my people because their Christ come unto me. Now go to chapter 10 from verse 1. Look at what God said about Saul. Through the mouth of Samuel. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord had anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? Sky! I love the way the Bible talks. It says, Is it not because the Lord has anointed thee? God chose this man! But something happened along the line. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Have you seen in the book of Corinthians that says, Prophecies may fail. Have you seen them like this, like that? First Corinthians chapter 13. Because prophecies can fail. You can make prophecy fail in your life. There are things a person will do. Even though God has destined or planned. Or when they gave that to you. Somebody saw a vision. She will be this. He will be that. If you don't do certain things, it will fail. Are you following this? After when Saul died, you know what David said about him? He said, how would a man like Saul die as though he was not anointed with oil? He said, how the mighty fallen. It says, charity never fail it. Whether they be prophets, they shall fail. There's a particular context to this. But what I'm trying to tell you, the prophecies can fail. If you don't do something about it, you can fail. That's why, after we prophesy, we must teach you how to make it work. The factors to put in place for it to work. Are you with me? You know, when I studied about Saul and I found out that this could happen to Saul, ah, I knew that even if God has said that I'm going to be this, I have to, I have to take heed. Praise the Lord. You know, I, I had a very touching story. It is about me and my family lineage. On Friday, that was 1st of January, right? Supernaturally, I was going to see somebody and to this man who happened to know my late father and my late father was also a minister. My late father as a minister was a, a spiritual son to Papa, Dr. Samamaga. You know Papa Maga, right? This man was telling me that, he, see what the man was telling me? He said, you don't know who you are. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Mr. Fitz was there, so remember the drama. He said, you don't know who you are. He said, do you know who your father was? I'm like, ah, sir, tell me who. Tell me. He said, Idahosa gave your father communion, fed him. It was, a, it was a strange encounter your father had with, with Dawusa. I'm like, eh? That had failed to conference in Foundation Faith Church. Somehow, somehow, you know, Dawusa was a strange man. He just called him and fed him communion three times. He said, you are of that life. He was telling me. Now, listen, I can hear that kind of thing and say, ah, I don't make him already now. Go carry pillow, they sleep, no prayer again. You already paid the ministry. In fact, that's what will not make me feel. Do you understand that? But that really touched me. I'm like, oh my God. I think I need to brush up. You see, there's a different approach to it. 
For somebody, it can make him relax and over relax. But for me, no. It means I need to break. It means I have a high, there's a higher calling. Do you understand that? It means much is expected from me. To whom much is given, much is expected. Praise the Lord. One more on this particular thought. Job chapter 8. Job 8 from verse 7. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Maybe that evangelism and crusade. <laughs> Job 8 verse 7. It says, Though that beginning was small, though that beginning was small, yet thy later end should greatly increase. What most people quote is, Though that beginning was small, the later end shall greatly increase. That's not what is there. He says, though that beginning was small, the later end should. The should means this is what is expected, but it, it can change. Are you following this? The should is an indication of responsibility. You know, there have been times in my life I've asked myself, Lord, why sometimes... Some people who look like they have so much potential, later in life you meet them, you are wondering what happened. And he began to tell me, I'm going to tell you. There are many things that could be responsible. Why is that so many don't get to the zenith? I will give you praise. But for you, it's too late for you to fail. It's too late for God's plan for your life to fail. You know, there were, there were times in my life then I had not even started me. Anyone who has met me is implicated for greatness. <laughs> Those things I will stand in the mirror and say, anyone who has met me, you are implicated to be great. You have no choice but to be great. Amen! 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 Amen. Your life must count for God. It must count for your father. Thank God this guy is my father. Thank God this person is my wife. Thank God this person is my mother. Praise God. So what are some of the things we should put in place if it will be different? Number one, I've talked about it here before. Prophetic order. What do I mean by prophetic order? Being relevant to God's agenda. Prophetic order means being relevant to God's agenda. Prophetic order means being relevant to God's agenda. It means to come to that place where your life is relevant and important to God. So the question is, first and foremost, what is important to God? What is important to God? And how can I be relevant to it? Because you see, let me tell you, there's a difference between value and importance. I've explained that here before, right? There's a difference between value and importance. For instance, let's assume your phone is 30,000 naira. Let's assume your phone is 30,000, right? And you have a bag or a shoe. You know some good shoes in Hataboko Terminal. They can walk on water with it. So good shoes. Let's assume your shoe is 50K and your phone is 30,000. Even though your shoe may be more valuable than your, than your phone. Do you understand that? The cost, your phone is more important. If you get missing in Port Harcourt or in Nigeria, what, what, you, what you may use to save yourself may be your phone, not your shoe. Are you following this? Even though your shoe is valuable, that valuable, your phone is more important. Even if now, let's assume your, your shoe is even 30,000 and your phone is 30,000. They have the same value but not the same importance. That's the same thing. All men are valuable to God. He paid for us with the blood of Christ. We all have the same value. All of us. The same cost. No one is more valuable to God than the other. But we are not all the same 
in level of importance. Some people are more, are more relevant to his agenda than some others. And let me tell you, whether you know it, whether you become relevant consciously or unconsciously, if you are relevant to that agenda, you must receive divine help. You know, I've talked about that here before. Hmm. So, before we go on, what is God's priority? What is God's agenda? First Timothy 2 from verse 1. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! Is a matter of plans of God are coming to pass. Amen. Those of you who are around on the thirty-first night, announced that we are trusting God to move. Therefore, we are moving to a bigger place. Come February, people have been trying to talk me out of it, saying, "Pastor, please, Dad, you want to go there? Wait first." I told them, first Sunday we are going to LA Kings. They're like, ah, pastor, glory! Anyhow, we must have a, we must have the that service day. That first of February, we must have that service day. Amen? Amen. Somebody say, will you go and come back? Well, don't, don't ask me. Let's go there first. We must have that service day. Amen? Let me tell you, one of the things that God will help you to do, we'll talk about it. God will have to train you to see big. As long as you are in your comfort zone, you don't know what is possible. Are you following me? Learn to step out of the boat. Because if you don't step out of the boat, you may never walk on water. You may never know that you can float on water until you step out. So step out. Amen. First Timothy 2 from verse 1. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Verse 3. Who will have all men to be saved. So, verse 3. It says, praying for kings is good and acceptable in the sight of of God our Savior. So, he's describing God our Savior now. Verse 4. Who will have all men to be saved? So, what is in the mind of God our Savior? Salvation of all men. Are you following this? Of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved? And to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is God's plan for man. That men will be saved. And come to the knowledge of the truth. In other words, that men will be saved and have spiritual growth in him. Are you following me? God's salvation plan and spiritual development of man in him is his priority. Now, anything that favors that plan receives his support. Let me explain to you. You know that Israel was the chosen nation of God for salvation to come. Do you understand that? But Egypt was a pagan nation. And God saw that a time will come where famine will be upon the, the whole world. What did God do? The nation that was a pagan nation where the, was the only nation that was technologically developed for it to house Israel. He sent Israel there. All of a sudden, Egypt became God's... God began to protect them. You know that. How can God reveal to the king that famine is coming and send somebody to come and interpret the dream for that king? Because that king suddenly became relevant to his agenda. Are you following this? Sometimes, you know when I tell people, improve yourself, improve your skill. It's important. Sometimes you, you will see people who are not born again, but because they have improved themselves to a certain level, they are now more relevant for God's agenda and God will, will support them. Did you hear what I'm saying? There are some pagan people who are receiving divine support. They will die and go to hell, but on the earth they will receive divine support. Because unconsciously they are doing something that affects the gospel. Do you hear what I said? How much more now you that have the gospel? What will you do to be relevant to God? That means, primarily, the gospel of Jesus Christ should be your priority. You should think about it. I was talking to one of my ministry's sons. 
He's not a pastor when I see someone. He's a disciple. I was talking to him and I saw a vision. I said, the Lord is telling me, get an office space. Prepare. Your company will have more work. Now, he has a company, but it's an online company. But the Lord was telling me, get an office space. He shouted and said, oh my God, Pastor David. I said, what happened? He said, somebody just told him about that yesterday too. One of his clients. That guy get an office space. Billions are about to come in. So, you that has the gospel, the gospel must be relevant to you. You must make yourself relevant to the gospel. If you, if you don't, if you cannot, if you cannot be relevant in any way, you, at least you must start, start preaching it. Know it and preach it. Let it be your driving force in your life. Praise the Lord. 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 I was talking to someone yesterday. I said, people don't know. This thing is so serious. There is no other name given among men whereby they must be saved. But by the name of Jesus. Listen. Once your eye closes in this place, you wake up to another world you never believed existed. And you discover that that world is so real. I was telling somebody on, that was yesterday. I said, 3rd of January 2017. That's exactly three years ago, right? The 3rd of January 2017, I was in Makodi. I fell into this vision. I saw the rapture. <sighs> I came out of that vision and I woke up with tears. What happened in that vision? I was sitting there with, the, with James Sitoro. We we're roommates physically, but we're in that vision together. We're sitting down and we're around a, a field and the place was suddenly just quiet and wind was blowing through and we're just having some nice time then while we we're talking i was looking at something else and he tapped me james tapped me he said david i said what he said david look i said something is about to happen he said the lord is in the sky he said the lord is in the sky the master is coming and you know the way visions are it can be funny so we both raised our hands and we started going. Like we left the ground. And he left and I came back. <laughs> so when I dropped down the vision, first of all, that scared me. <laughs> I'm like, wait, Rapture came, took him and I'm here. But you know, like we've seen the Bible, no Christian will miss the Rapture. I, I explained to you. I now found out why God dropped me. Then somebody said, come and see. That was the voice of God. As I was walking on the road, I saw the car. The driver in the car left. The car had an accident immediately. He said, this is how it's going to be. That one left, they ran into somewhere. Had an accident. Planes, oh God. In about 30 minutes, the whole place became dark. The whole world was turned asunder in 30 minutes. Then he said, come and see. I kept on walking. You know when the Bible says the, the sky was red, I understood. I understood what that meant. Because you couldn't look at the cloud and say, sun is shining. You couldn't say whether it's evening or morning. It was just red. After a while, places had become dark. People began to crack. Crowd themselves under feeling stations. I don't know if that's how it's going to be, but I'm just telling you what I saw. Are you following me? They came under feeling stations and hiding there because lights. They were just hiding under feeling stations. Then I saw people stoning the billboards of many pastors. They would take stone. They were stoning it. One went and pulled and the banner and was tearing it. He said, instead of them to tell us about Jesus, they were telling us about money. They were telling us about money. Instead of them to tell us about Jesus, we were hearing about money from morning till night. I heard them say it. Everywhere was chaotic and bah, my eyes opened. I went and woke James. Wake up. The bridegroom comments. <laughs> Wake up. He said, what, what? I said, I saw the vision. 
said I had a vision to pray from morning till night. Whether you believe it or not, there is judgment coming for this world. One day it will be all over. And even if it's not all over, sometimes when the person closes, in fact, once you close your eyes, it's over for you. Just understand that. Even if you have not reached the end of the world, it does you have reached your own end. Then you wake up in another place and you will see that all that matters is where you stand with God. You see, when God is emphasizing something, He's thinking in terms of eternity. That's why I played that video. Eternity. You are just thinking about how you will blow and make it and have a good life in the next 30, 40 years. Some people 100 years and that's it. But God is thinking 1,000 years. 2,000 years. And that's still not eternity. So if a person dies and has not been saved, he will be cast into eternal flames forever. Yet there is a, a loving God who has died for him and paid for him. Do you understand that? There's somebody who became sin for him. That he will become, he will become righteousness. Somebody may say, okay, if God doesn't want man to perish, why did he, he, he should have, he should have just done something, just said, okay, man, no, no need to perish, no matter what you do, no need to perish. The God we are dealing with is a perfect God. Do you understand that? He's tied in, in between his, his justice and his love. If he's a perfect God, he has to punish sin. Do you understand that? He has to perfectly deal with sin. But if he's a love God, how can he destroy what he created? Are you following this? What's the origin of sin? The origin of sin is free will. God would have just done a remote on us. Everybody wake up in the morning. We give you praise. We serve you. You are worthy. By 5.30 a.m., the whole world will come out. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we worship you. We give you praise. Amen. Everybody goes back inside. But you see, you cannot have a love relationship with a robot. You cannot have a love relationship with somebody who doesn't have a will of his own. For it to be love, the man ha- there has to be vulnerability in love. Do you understand that? For love to be love, there has to be free will. You, the person has to say, I can decide not to love you. So that when the person decides to love you, you know it is, is true love. It's not robots. Do you understand that? So God has to bestow man free will. Okay, decide what you want to do. Man now decided to do the one that will kill him. Okay. That means, now I have to judge you. So see the, see the love of God in action. Man sinned against him. So God came to take man's punishment so that man will not have to die. Do you understand that? God came to take man's death. God came to take man's iniquity. He died and rose again so that you have to die no more. He died and rose again never to die again. That anybody that believes in him will not die again. Praise the Lord. You know sometimes when I shout it like this, I'm like, are they getting it? Are they getting it? But the Lord is telling me, keep preaching it. One day, their eyes will open to the gospel. Soon it will open. Praise God. There's much I need to talk about. But this is strong. I'll spend more time on it. Hallelujah. So prophetic order is that my life is relevant to this gospel. Egypt suddenly received divine help because it was supporting, it was going to be a harbinger for Israel. Are you with me? I told you of the other time how Cyrus, Cyrus also was a pagan king. But Cyrus received supernatural help. In fact, Isaiah the prophet said to Cyrus, the Lord has anointed thee. Let's look at it, Isaiah 45. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 45. From verse 1. It says, Thus said the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand have I holding, to subdue nations before him, and I will lose the loins of kings, to open before him the two leaf gates, and the gates shall not be shut. See verse 2. 
I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. That scripture we quote was actually to Cyrus. And I will break in pieces the, the gates of brass and cut in, in stone at the bars of iron. Verse 3. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord God, which called it by name, am the God of Israel. These hidden riches of secret places, treasures of darkness, was God's promise to Cyrus. Why? How come? Now, if you study history or if you know Bible history, anything about Bible history, what happened in this case? Nebuchadnezzar and his kingdom of the kingdom of Babylon had taken over the world and Israel was a slave to them. And God said that at a particular year, he's going to release Israel from the slavery of Babylon and they will go and worship him. Are you following me? But Babylon was not going to just let them go. All of a sudden, remember that time the um, Daniel prophesied that the Persian kingdom will come and defeat Babylon. It was Cyrus was the king of the Persian kingdom. All of a sudden, Cyrus was just strengthened by God and he moved to Cyrus, he was going to conquer a kingdom, but to God, he was fulfilling divine plan. Why? Second Chronicles 36. Second Chronicles 36. From verse 22. Second Chronicles 36 from verse 22. It says, now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord spoken by the man of Jeremiah might be accomplished, the Lord stirred the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia. Remember I told you he was the king of the Persian kingdom. That he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing. Verse 23. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, all the kingdoms of the earth had the Lord God of heaven given me and had charged me to build an house in Jerusalem which is in Judah. Who, who there is among you of his people? The Lord, his God be with him. Let him go up. A pagan king was stirred up of the spirit of God to go and build a, a kingdom for Israel. Then God will have his children trying to stir them up, preach the gospel, and they will not. What happened that Saul was rejected and David was empowered? It was because Saul was no longer relevant to God's agenda. If you, read, if you followed me when I was talking about Saul, the Bible says God heard the cry of Israel and he said he raised up Saul to destroy the Philistines. Do you remember? Instead of Saul to destroy the Philistines, he went there. They said, go and kill everybody there. He went and kept the king. Who remembers that story? He went and kept the king. Went and was keeping um, goats, sheep, fat, fat ram. He liked meat too much. He went and kept the king. Went and kept the wife of the king also. And she was pregnant with a baby. Can I say all these things? I know I'm, I'm saying too much and some of you are already getting... You are strengthened in Jesus' name. That baby that was in the wife of King Agag, the ninth generation of her of that baby was Haman. The ninth generation of that baby was Haman that came to Chai. God saw like that. Sometimes when God is telling you to do some things today, it's about the future. How relevant are you to the purpose and plan of God? There are people who have preached to. They were years ago. I preached to a particular girl. I preached to this girl. Preached to this girl. She didn't answer me because she was with her boyfriend that day, and they were doing something very wonderful. You know, not every boyfriend girlfriend is is a good one. Some boyfriend girlfriend, when they can publicly do something, standing your front and ah, so I, I went and met her like. Brother and sister, I preached the girl. They didn't answer me. Five years later, the girl messaged me. Do you know what she said? I'm now a newborn. I just wanted to tell you thank you. Because I feel you, you prayed for me. I'm like, what do you mean? You're a newborn. I'm born again. I just want to t- make you know. I'm like, why are you telling me? He said, I love Jesus so much and I was reminded in my spirit to tell you thank you for preaching to me. How relevant are you to God's agenda? Make up your mind that the gospel will be the reason why you are alive. Let me tell you, when you make up your mind, God will begin to mark you. That this job I'm doing, see, let me tell you the truth. Can I say some things? You see Dangote, he will never go down. 
And I will tell you why. Do you know how many people, believers, are receiving not even livelihood, destiny <laughs> from that man? The day is no longer relevant to God's agenda. Problem with that. But he is. Believers, wake up. Wake up. Preach the gospel. Think big. Plan for the gospel. Do you understand that? Plan your ambitions for the gospel. Not against the gospel. Don't be the kind of person that God will empower you today, tomorrow, and you just forget about God. You don't even think anything about the gospel again. Praise the Lord. The second thing you may need to put in place is drive. Tell anybody about drive. Tell anybody about drive. I've been saying this one since. Drive refers to being relentless in achieving or attaining something. This year, you must say no to laziness. Don't be the kind of person that is comfortable morning to night. What did you do? Nothing. We're just watching uh, Z word. Z word Z your life there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching Z word. Ah! Every day something productive. Look at Jesus in Luke twelve from verse fifty. He said, "But I have a baptism to be baptized with." How am I straightened till it be accomplished? I must walk the walk of him that sent me while it is day. That's John 9 verse 4 actually. So let's take John, Luke 12 verse 50 so that people will see it. So, but I have a baptism to be baptized with. How am I straightened? This is King James way of saying, how am I stretched? Stretch yourself to expand. Do you understand that? Stretch yourself. No, yesterday we were praying for 10 hours. Marco Pukote. Stretch yourself. You can't pray for 10 hours and be the same. <laughs> Amen. What stress am I on that it is completed? People think that because he was Jesus, he would just stand like this. Not time to die. Where could they go? Nelambia. <laughs> God. Be the kind of person that always push, push. Praise the Lord. Tell yourself, okay, this year, I'm going to read one book per month. Are you an entrepreneur here? Start reading books that expand your head. In fact, every person is an entrepreneur in one way or the other. You shall have something to give. Are you following me? Do you have a small business? How can I arrange this business? Let me tell you, sometimes it may not be a big thing. It just mean I'm going to make my environment neater. Is there any word like that? Or no? I'm just going to make my environment neat. I'm going to ensure some of you, I'm going to ensure that, okay, I improve the way I dress. I will improve the way I talk. It's not every place pigeon, 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 pigeon. You are meeting clients. A farmer, you know, say, just looking at you like this. I can do it. I can do it better. Praise the Lord. It may be I will push myself more, advertise more. I wrote something here. Laziness is too slow that poverty soon overtakes. <laughs> Laziness is too slow that poverty soon overtakes. I don't have customers. I don't have customers. You don't have customers, right? Just be walking on the road. See, I want to tell you, I do this. I do this. By the time you walk to 50 people and tell them what you do, at least one. Sometimes they may not come immediately, but they will take your number. Are you hearing me? They will get your contact. Print a card. I'm a hairdresser. I'm a tailor. I'm a this. You may think it's it's 
It's nothing. Somebody will take that thing and you'll be surprised you receive a call. You hear what I said? Never be the kind of person say, I don't have any job. No, looking for a job is a job. So I don't have a job. My job now is to look for a job. So you wake up in the morning. The days I was in the industry, ah, when I did not have a job, before I got the one I had, I was so busy, people thought I was working. Because I would wake up in the morning, I would send emails to 500 companies. <laughs> 1,000 emails. <laughs> one week call me. I never sat at home for more, for more than a month. Never. Because I work here, I work here. After a while, so we, at the point I became busy, I now became general consultant. What are you doing here? I'm teaching piano here. What are you doing here? I'm teaching mathematics here. What are you doing here? I'm doing computer design for them. What are you doing here? Um, I used to hear them organized. What are you doing? I'm very busy. Now that I'm a pastor, oh, we have all, if you come to New Bridge, every day there is work. You can be a witness, but after this service now, all our teachings will start editing and uploading. In fact, we are preparing an office. In the next two weeks, that office will be ready. <laughs> Amen. So we have people who will now employ people. People who will be resuming Monday morning, 8 a.m. They have resumed. They are uploading messages. They are doing this, designing this, going to print this, going to do that. It must be better. Tell them about drive. Tell them about drive. Woman walked in here and saw one of our flies said, please, how long has this church been here? I said, this, then it was just one year. He said, just one year. He said, you are saying one year. I said, yes. See, you've not seen anything. Drive. You can be so driven that in one month you will do what somebody will take one year to do. And your one year will be somebody's 12 years. Praise the Lord. The third thing, consecration. And our word for consecration is separation or sacredness. Find out those things that you will stop and handle them before the opportunity shows up. Do you, do you understand that? It's not when you are facing a temptation, you will not say, okay, hey, what will I do now? No. Plan that when this kind of thing comes. Uh-uh. Prepare your consecration. Invest in that sacredness. Some of you have to tell yourself this year, I'm not going to speak against anybody behind them. It's something to work on. In fact, that's one of my personal things I'm, I'm working on. I said, this year, I'm not going to say anything negative against anybody behind them. If I don't like it, I'll keep quiet till when I can see them and talk to them. Are you hearing me? You will tell yourself, this year I'm going to pray more. This year, this friend, I will stop. This person. Mm -mm. There were times in my life where I had to tell myself, if I follow this guy, my life may not see the break of day. X. X <laughs> consecration. Some say, are you now saying that you will now be uh, a be is he racist now or what? You be, be a hater. Not that. If the person is willing to listen, but when every time I'm talking to you, you are t- see there are people have to they will plant nonsense at your head. Mama guy was telling me he said that. How many soup do you eat? I said, I eat vegetable, I eat okra, I eat egusi. He said, ah, so I've said that story here before. Some of you are really smiling. I said, you cannot just marry one woman. You have to eat egusi. You, you have to taste egusi. You have to taste okra. You have to taste, uh, ogbono. You have to taste, somebody beside me, I said, you also taste gonorrhea, dear. <laughs> and syphilis and AIDS. Taste all of them, but, but do you know that there are people that will, you will stay around, they'll begin to sell those ideas to you. They'll sell those ideas to you. 
not be a pastor and I'm around people who speak against churches, speak against ministries. It is true, yes, yeah, some ministers have issues. But if you want to come and start training me to say all these pastors, they are just be careful. They are not going your direction, they don't deserve your association. Are you hearing me? Those people that will inspire you. People that will inspire you, they will stir you up. Not the one every time you say, wait till we go chop safe. Nothing they will. Every time speaking, speaking this mundane, think about people that will tell you, we can do this. We can do that. I have some friends in my life. Hey, when I speak to them like this, it's like I should just go and change the whole world. <laughs> and that pastorian calls me. It's like, see, my head wants to blow. Oh God. He's, he's, he's more than a friend. He's, the mentor. The father. We, because, now, the age difference between me and him is not up to 10 years. But when he calls me, the other day, he said, man of God, I said, yes sir, step out. I said, hey, get this happening, what are you doing? He said, send me your website, let me see what's on your website. He went, listened to one of the messages, he said, what do you use to record? Improve it, improve it. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. People that will stir you up. And it has always been like that. There were days where I would dress in a certain way. You see me say, why are you dressing like this? What is this? And do you understand that kind of thing? I was telling to one of the leaders this morning. I said, never again will you come for a service without tie. Especially because of who you are to me. I said, he said, yes, sir. It's not you, Brown. <laughs> you, you want enough tie in your life. <laughs> I have friends that tell me, man of God. One of them told me, man of God, call professional photographers. Let them take pictures of what people are doing. Let it be, let it be excellent. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, you understand? They are driving you. Not the one that tell you, oh man, how many films you don't watch? Give me films, give me films. I need more films. Are you a movie producer? No. Are you planning to go into movie industry? No. But you have watched films more than even the actors. <laughs> it's not bad to watch films, but Kai, have some consecration. Prayer. You've not, when last you pray two hours? When last you pray one hour? Two hours is, let's start with one hour. Tell yourself this year, this is day three already of the year. Just say from tomorrow, we are resuming our um, mix and arrow prayers. Thank God. Fasting and prayer starts tomorrow. Amen. 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 Every day, we are five to six. I did it five to six so that six o'clock you just break. Because what's who's this? We're supposed to break by six. Then the church now do prayer six to seven. <laughs> I used to think I was smart. As it sits like I've been holding the apple like this. <laughs> with my clock looking at the time two minutes more three minutes one six <laughs> eat well <laughs> then I now come and pray father will give you praise <laughs> so now five to six once you are done you can help yourself praise the lord Consecration. Look at things in your life that must go and let them go in Jesus' name. The last one, faith. You must walk in faith. This is the last one. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The word of God, that prophetic word you heard, must become substance to you. It must become life in your consciousness. Say after me, it's my year of supernatural harvest. And accuracy. Hebrews 11 from verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, see verse 3. From next week's Sunday, I'll be talking about faith. It says, through faith, we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That means 
the things which are seen were made, but the things that they are made from, you, they don't appear. Do you understand that? Let me read again. Through faith you understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That means the cement and concrete to make the world, they are there, but the issue is that you cannot see them. He's trying to tell you that you must believe in the invisible realm. To walk by faith means you believe in the invisible realm. So, how do I participate in a realm that I cannot see? Then I must hold on to the evidence that is given to me. I must hold on to the word of God. Are you following this? How do I walk in the invisible realm? If I cannot see it, I cannot hold it. I must hold the evidence. So, if God says it is the year of supernatural harvest, even though the year does not look like it, I must walk in that consciousness. Are you following this? I must hold on to the word of God until it becomes life to me. Faith is substance of things not seen. That's the issue. You are holding on to something, but you can't see it. So what, will, what are you going to hold on to, to to believe it is real? Hold the evidence. It's just like what I do when I try to explain faith. That, for instance, now I know that if I know that Brother Brown does not move anywhere without his khaki. If I come to this place and I see his khaki, I will tell you Brother Brown is around. I won't say his khaki is around. Are you following that? That's how faith is. So, we know that God and his word are together. So, even though we cannot see him, if we see his word, we hold on to it that God has said is then it's so. Do you understand that? So, if God tells me, it's my year of accuracy, then it's my year of accuracy. It's your year of accuracy. It's your year of harvest. It's your year of alignment. In Jesus' name. Amen. So let's go over the things we said again. Number one, prophetic order being relevant to God's agenda and the gospel. Prophetic order being relevant to God's agenda and the gospel. Listen, if you are part of this church, because you are part of this church, amen, be committed. Be consistent. Invite other people. Get them to come to church. Spread the message. Listen to the teachings. Praise the Lord. Listen to the teachings. I thought this was all sound. Listen to the teachings. <laughs> Let it enter into you. Get serious in this place. Listen, there are many things we want to do. And we'll get them done. Amen? Amen. Like, that first Sunday in February, we must have that service in early kings. And we're going to get a drum. We're getting it this month. Amen. So we need a drummer. Who plays drum here? <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I don't need to look for outside. Praise God. As we either this week or next week, as we finish fasting, we are going to straight to life, but you will buy it. Come. Wrong with the vision. We are going somewhere. Wrong with the vision. Invite listen. It's not just you know, yesterday I was asking myself, Am I what am I really doing? Am I? building an ambition. Is this an ambition? I was checking myself. I'm like, no, I've checked myself. This is not an ambition. It's not about building a great ministry. It's people's lives. If it matters to God, then it must matter to me. Praise God. Let it be said that you were part of making it what God made it to be. Do you understand? Don't be an onlooker. You are just there. I'm just going in the church. I don't do anything. Like for instance, now, we don't have any ushering the past. We need the ministry. Amen. Okay, for instance, today's service, there's many people, members who are not in church. They are our members, so, but they're not in church. Reach out to them. I don't want to mention their names. <laughs> Somebody asked me a question. He said, How is it that no matter how many people come to church, Pastor Dimitri, who does not come? It's training. There are many things that make for it. Sometimes prayers. There was a time where all the names of everybody, I, I typed everybody in my phone. So in the night, Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up Mrs. Mercy. In the name of Jesus, I lift up. Do you know what I'm doing? It's prayers. When you generally pray for people, you can't easily forget their names. Sometimes names are some name. Praise God. This year is your year. So we said the gospel. 
Number two is what? Drive. Number one is what? Prophetic order. Number two is what? Number three? Consecration. Faith. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So going to hammer that he can preach the gospel with that chapter. Second Corinthians five from verse fourteen. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Verse fifteen. And that they died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. Are you seeing it? He has died for all. And we who live, we are not to live unto ourselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Verse 16. Wherefore henceforth knowing no man out of the flesh, yet we have known Christ out of the flesh, yet now henceforth knowing him no more. 17. Therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new breed. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. In Jesus' name. All things are new in your life. Verse 18. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. This is it. He has done the reconciliation before you even accepted. It says that this is the love of God that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. So while we are sinners, God has reconciled us. He has said, I'm no longer angry with you. I have paid for you so that you will no longer have to die again. I have paid for you before you paid, before you came on the scene. Before you were even born, Christ has died and rose for you. Do you understand that? Even before you were born, He took you of your salvation. How much more things of this earth? There is nothing in your front that is too hard for Him to take care of. Are you hearing me? This year, God is establishing you. He has reconciled us to himself by Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. What is that ministry? Verse 19. To which that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not in putting their trespasses. So when Christ actually came, it was God that actually came. That's what he said here. That God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not in putting their trespasses unto them. This is very serious. Not in putting their trespasses unto them. So the gospel is not... Hey, sister, you are wearing big earring. God is watching you. That's not the gospel. The gospel is that God is no longer angry with you. He has paid for your sins. He has reconciled you to himself. Because of Jesus Christ, you will no longer have to go to hell. Do you believe it? If you believe it, you are saved. Not in putting their trespasses onto them and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Verse 20. Now then we ambassadors for Christ as though God did besiege you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. Verse 21. For he had made him to be seen for us. Let's read it together. For, for he had made him to be seen for us. Who knew no sin? That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. One more time. For he had made him to be seen for us. Who knew no sin? That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. One more time. For he had made him to be seen for us. Who knew no sin? That we may be made righteousness of God in Him. One more time. For He had made Him to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? That we may be made righteousness of God in Him. Hallelujah. Say after me, Jesus, you are made sin for me. That I will become your righteousness. I receive it. I believe it. Because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I receive it. I believe it. That I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's my life. Thank you for the year 2021. It's my year of supernatural harvest and accuracy. This year, I walk in prophetic order. I'm relevant to the gospel. This year, I am driven to excellence. There is no place for laziness in my life. This year, I am consecrated to you. I am consecrated in my work with God. I read and pray. I read my Bible and I pray every day. This year, I win souls. I am committed to the gospel. This year, I walk in faith. My needs are met. Views are paid. I walk in divine. 
I am supernaturally provided for. This year, no weapon of darkness prospers in my life. No weapon of darkness prospers in my body. My health is increased. My health is increased for good. I walk in vitality. This year, new breed expands. This year, our influence expands. More souls are, ex- are added to the kingdom. True new breed Christianity. This year, more souls are added to the kingdom. True new breed Christian community. The gospel prospers in our hand. In Nigeria and in the nations of the world. And I am part of it. In Jesus name. Thank you for listening to the sermon. We hope you have been blessed by the teaching. Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org, to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.